Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, as we continue, talk radio 1210, WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, 855-839-1210, at 1210WPHT on social media. Morning mystery movie clip in about 15 minutes, 9.30 this morning, the debut of the email bag, and ask us anything. Email Greg Stocker with anything on your mind, greg.stocker at odyssey.com. And you can ask us anything in the YouTube chat, on Twitter, on the phones. And uh, we are stockpiling questions like Iraq was stockpiling WMDs 20 years ago. So the ask me anything thing is is a little different because the emails are not questions. Some of them are just statements and, and uh, well, it's stuff that they want us to bring up. Okay. Uh, like, like just, just a little tease here. Stephen Cherry Hill, New Jersey, wrote in about uh, some some ballot shenanigans happening in okay. New Jersey. So we can it's address stuff like yeah, it's stuff like that that they want us to address, right? And um, you know, every, everything's on the table with uh, the ask us anything. Yes. Uh, even if you want to be as lazy and lame as. Uh, posing the question of whether a hot dog's a sandwich, which we've established like 40 years ago, um, but, you know, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Let's try to be creative here. <laughs> Let's get a little uh, a little wild and crazy here. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT if you want to uh, if you want to ask us a question. just It's in there in the YouTube chat. Daniel is in the midst right now of collecting them all. Okay, there we go. All right, so speaking of collecting, um, a lot of people will be collecting a lot of things that are not good for you in the next week or so with trick-or-treat right around the corner. And I saw this story from Fox 43. Um, not really sure where Fox 43 is. I'm guessing somewhere out in Midwest Pennsylvania or out towards Pittsburgh. Uh, but what is the age limit for trick-or-treating in Pennsylvania? So Harrisburg. Uh, that's a Harrisburg affair. Harrisburg, York, Lancaster, Lebanon. Oh, okay, beautiful. Uh, thankfully, there's no trick-or-treating age limit in Philadelphia, which obviously means all p- people of all ages could show up for candy and fun. Uh, but according to a USA Today survey, more than a quarter of adults believe that children are never too old to trick-or-treat. A live poll with over 12,000 votes has almost 50% of participants Claiming you're never too old to go door to door. In that same poll, 77% of participants said that there shouldn't be an age limit on trick or treating. Uh, in some places, though, there are laws banning certain age groups from participating in the Halloween tradition. For example, Chesapeake, Virginia limits trick or treating to kids 14 and under. Uh, trick or treaters, uh, if they uh, get caught, could be charged with a class four misdemeanor. I mean, I'm all about law and order, but that seems a little excessive. So if you're 15 years old and they find out you're doing it, they would hit you with a class four misdemeanor. I'd be stunned if they actually enforced that on the books. Uh, And Upper Deerfield Township, New Jersey, has had a trick-or-treat age recommendation for over 30 years that advises against trick-or-treating for kids over 12, which seems a little get-off-my-lawn-ish. But action has reportedly never been taken. In Belleville, Illinois... A law actually forbids children over the age of 12 from wearing a mask. Yes, and I think no kid should wear a mask because if you get COVID, oh, it's a different mask. I'm sorry. It's a (laughs) Halloween mask. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I would say if Nick Kale was running the world, I think 16 is the cutoff. 16? Yeah. Like 17 and 18-year-olds, juniors and uh, seniors in high school? No. 16 is too old. You think 16 is too old? way too old. What, you think 14? Like eighth graders, freshmen in high school, 
in Chestnut Hill, we go around and they give out wine. <laughs> oh yeah, what parents? I've noticed that. Like the adults, it's like a, it's like a, it's like an opportunity to give out booze. Yeah, but like that's so like a little like people come to their door. They either have beer or they have like the bottle of wine. Here's the pour. I, you know, in this day and age of Bidenomics, I'm not giving out candy, much less booze. JC three says age twelve should be the limit. I agree with that. What? I think twelve. Twelve yeah. seems. Can I tell you something? Too young. Yeah. Nobody should have a limit. Nobody should have a limit. Usually the big kids, especially in this day and age, especially like in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. the big kids go with the little kids because they're the chaperone so the parent doesn't yeah, have to go. Yeah, but they don't have to they don't have to go up and ask for candy. Well, that's true. Usually they're too cool to do it anyway, but so what if you're the home like I don't care. Give so, them a little candy. So what do the big kids do? They stand on the curb and just watch the younger kid go up to the porch yeah. and get it, make sure that everything's okay. I don't mind it. Twelve. Yeah, I agree. JC three, you and I are on the same page. Disagree. Twelve. So, all right, so Dawn says basically anybody at any age. Yeah. Uh, you know, it depends. The, the, let the people decide, you know, because the neighborhood really will decide. Well, uh, all right, so let's 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 um, expand this conversation. No, wait, I, let me just say this because mm-hmm. I think we're conflating two different things here. Okay. It's going out dressing up and walking around on yeah. Halloween and then physically going up to people's doors and asking for candy. Right. Yes. Physically going up to doors and asking people for candy is like 12, 10, okay. maybe 10. So what's the cutoff for dressing up for Halloween? You, you can dress up for Halloween at any age. A, a show suggestion here. Okay. I think, uh, what day is officially Halloween? Is it during the work week coming up? Yeah, it's, it's a 31st. Tuesday. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. I think we since we do this show and have a visual component, I think we should do the show in a Halloween costume. I think we should all come dressed up for the um, show that day. I am 100%. In agreement with you. Like, I might get, I'll, I'll pull out my Batman costume, and I will do the show as Batman. The one, the one, the one, the one wild card is, as she is in everything that we do, is Dawn Stenslin. Yes. she dress up. Yes. The straw that stirs the drink. I have to think about it. The journalist of the program, Dawn Stenslin. <laughs> questioning the Why do you have to think about it? You just said that any, kids at any age can go and dress up, so dress up for the show. Well, then... I'll dress up for wine if you want to, you know. So, so yeah, we gonna... we'll bring wine and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do the show in Halloween I'm costumes. Teasing. And the nine o'clock hour will be off the walls <laughs> more than it normally is. <laughs> I, I'm all for that. I I will be in costume for Halloween Tuesday on Kale and Company. So if you haven't hit the subscribe or like button, do it because you're going to want to be able to see the big take with me donning. The black cape yeah, crusader well, outfit. Well, that's just, like, what if we're in the middle of World War Three? That's fine. And, and you're in a, exactly. I'll deliver the big take, <laughs> which will be better than what Joe did last night from the Oval Office. Oh. And then I'll quickly get on the Batcopter and fly over and end all the wars. Peter S. asks the question of the day, Nick. What's that? Clooney Batman or Kilmer Batman? They both suck. Exactly. It's Keaton or Bale. There's no in between. Thank you. And Adam West from the original TV show in the 60s. Uh, old man Dudley wants you to dress up as Alvira, Don. Elvira? Yeah. Elvira. I was thinking Barbie. Better than Alpha Alpha. Do you like blonde Barbie? I don't know. That's um, Wonder Woman. a little too risque. You could come as Poison Ivy as the female villain from the Batman movie. It's so funny because my youngest son, he and his girlfriend are going to a Halloween party, and they're that's what they're going. He's going to be, what's he going to be, a Joker, and she's going to be Poison Ivy or okay. something. So is your youngest Harley son still going to go trick-or-treating? Harley Quinn. Maybe don't. Okay. Harley Quinn. Love Harley. Yeah. No, no, no. The, that's what I'm saying. I love Harley. Is Quinn. it is it the Joker and Harley Quinn or is it no the Joker Poison, Poison Ivy? She's okay. gonna be Poison Ivy. Gotcha. So will your son be going trick or treating as well? The youngest one. 
No, the, I think once you're, you know, a, a sophomore, junior in high school, they're doing parties. Mm-hmm. They go to a Halloween party. The other thing, which that is I, probably at my house, and I don't even know it yet, well, uh, but that's okay. No, you'll find out eventually. The other thing I think is a violation as well when it comes to trick or treating on Halloween. You got to stay in your community, in your neighborhood. Yeah. And, I mean, look, if you want to walk as far as you can on your own feet, that that's fine. But I have seen people in the past that have gotten into their car, left their neighborhood, their development, their little walking radius, so to speak, and gone way out of the way. To get even more, like, how much candy do you really need? And be, let's be honest, who can't afford, even with Bidenomics, who can't afford candy? So, you know, you have your 6 to 8 p.m. little window. You know, you start off and it's, uh, you know, still a little bit of daylight. And the final hour and 15 minutes are dark. You know, I remember when we were taking my girls in Nashville from 2019, 2020. Actually, no, I don't think we did it in 2020 with the pandemic. Did it again in 21. Uh, and I was back up here for, so 19 and 21. I'm telling you, you say, oh, it's a six to eight window. That's the longest two hours of your life as a parent. I really believe that. Like, mm-hmm. I looked down at my watch. It said 645. I looked at Chris. I'm like, we still have an hour and 15. Their bag is already full. I love, I I cherish it. I remember when I was still, we were still on this Yoli show one afternoon, and I still bring it up to Larry because I was like, just wait for me, just wait for me. And I rush, I rush to Mount Air, and they're, and they're like, nope, we're done. Yeah. And it was like, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. Because it's like, when they're that age, it's so sweet. So, yeah, what, it's, like what, so it's great memory. Ten years ago, when we were when we had our house in Bethlehem before I moved uh, to Nashville, we we had nothing to do, and uh, her her brother and uh, uh, sister in law came over. So we just you know hung out, and uh, I dressed up as uh, Mike Myers from the, the slasher <laughs> movies, and I said I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a basket of candy on the porch, and I'm going to sit on the porch in a chair as if I'm like. Not alive, like a stuffed animal, oh, a stuffed doll. That's so, so funny. We put the thing up and had a sign, please grab one from the bucket. And I sat there for about the first 30, because then eventually my back started to hurt. And I was like, hey, I'm done with this. I sat there for about 30 minutes and people thought I was not real. I had the jumpsuit on, the hair, the white mask, and uh, I would make little subtle moves and scare <laughs> the hell out of like eight-year-olds. Kevin Poole's writes that you should, uh, Dawn, you should dress up, uh, get a blonde wig and dress up as Ann Coulter. Oh, that's a good one with Chardonnay and diet drugs. <laughs> By the way, the Poison Ivy, it's Poison Ivy and Riddler. That's correct. That, yes. That's the couple. Jim Carrey was the Riddler yeah, yeah, yeah. in that movie. I think it was Selma Hayek played Poison Ivy, but I could be wrong. All right, so what's the age limit? For trick-or-treating for kids? Yeah. I'm going to come off of 16. I'm going to go 14. 16? Why do we have oh, to make oh, wait, an oh, age oh, limit? Four, four, it shouldn't 14. be. 14. 14. Yeah. Some municipality. Dawn. No no age limit. Dawn, the government should the say. The government should stay out of Halloween. Nobody's saying the government needs to be involved in this. I'm just saying what is the age limit for what, when should kids stop trick-or-treating? You're never too young oh. and you're never too old. She's saying no, no, li- limit. I, no, no limit. limit. You're no limit. You're really bad at this. You're maxing it out. No limit. Nope. I don't. It's a day to have fun. Yeah. Just have fun, and it should be ageless. It's also a day of anxiety because you have to go through the candy. And I know that people, if we did that in the 70s and the 80s, and maybe they don't do I would argue now more than ever, now is the time where you, if you have a, a child, you should go through That's and examine right. the candy. Especially the dark chocolate. I'm serious. Razor could be blades. Could be no, laced with, laced with fentanyl. Yeah, That's okay. my story, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Just stay in, stick to neighborhoods you know. And by the way, I would say this, too. and We don't have to sit here and rank the candy because I'm not a huge candy person, so to speak. I used to love when people would give out bags of party mix. I'll take the little 
you know, what's wrong with you? The old twenty-five cent bags of party mix. What do you mean? What's that mean? Party mix. What a terrible. Remember take. what's in the vending machine? Yeah, it's terrible, like, oh, it's like Doritos, pretzels, yeah. corn chip. Yeah, corn chip. Somebody likes corn chip. You're not a party oh, mix fan? Horrendous. Oh, I love party mix back in the day. Terrible take. I might grab you. a. I might grab a bag during the next commercial. Okay. Eat it on the air. Drive you guys nuts. Please don't. How about that? Yeah. All right. 916-855-839-1210. Our morning mystery movie clip coming up in four minutes. And, of course, ask us anything in the email bag at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but the last story of the week that I want to get to is one story that was written by Carol Markowitz of Fox News. Um, and she says that cancel culture needs to come for college kids defending Hamas. And she makes a very interesting point. And while I do believe in free speech, I, I don't think that includes hate speech and if the uh defense of hamas like we've heard some of these professors and some of these college kids you know where they have wanted death or they've you know uh taken jubilation and exhilaration and some of these words that we've heard into jewish people die i i am okay with that drawing the line there at hate speech and also cancellation because i think and this is different from, you know, the left canceling people for speech and then the right coming back with the boycotts of Bud Light and Target. Remember the story we gave you of the one social media influencer, Zayana Bryant. Remember the story in the University of Virginia where the bullying from these left and this is Carol Markowitz verbatim here. The bullying from these leftist authoritarians was irrational and deeply harmful. Morgan Bettinger was expelled from the University of Virginia because she was accused by leftist activist Zayana Bryant of saying that the Black Lives Matter protesters would make good speed bumps. There was zero evidence that Bettinger had said such a thing, but it didn't matter. She was expelled from the university despite the fact it was not true. And the left came out and said, this is not cancel culture. This is consequence culture. This is the repercussions you will face. So I I do believe, and I agree with Carol Markowitz here, if you say something that is absolutely agreed that 99 out of 100 rational adults view as hate speech, I do think some of these college kids should be canceled. Now, it doesn't mean they should never be able to get back into a college. It doesn't mean they should be condemned from getting a job in the future. But let's just say you're a sophomore and you said something really ignorant and you want death to Jewish people. And let's say you were at Penn State and they expelled you. Well, I would be okay with you getting admitted to Rutgers next semester or next year. But in the moment, there should be consequences for actions when we talk about hate speech and I'm not talking about words that incite others to take actions because I don't believe what I say leads to somebody else to do an action. I don't believe in that. That's that's I've been very very consistent with that. I don't think what Trump said on January 6th led another grown adult to act and break a law or anything like that. But when you are actively on a campus and you know we bring up the first amendment and public universities and the protection it provides but I, as much as I believe in free speech, I don't think it should include hate speech to that sort of, sort, you know, sort of a level. I'm actually in agreement here mm-hmm. where I think some of these students should be dealt with accordingly. And I, I don't think that's hypocritical of anybody. And I don't think this has to be a right or left thing. This, the, you know, there's consequences for your actions in this lifetime. Like, you know, you could technically walk into a theater and shout fire. Nobody's going to say you can't do that. Just know that there will be repercussions if you do that. So I'm not sure what you think about that, but it was a very interesting article. And I I feel like, you know, some people on the right have gotten to the point 
where they're like, you know what, the hell with it. I can play the game too. I'll cancel you. I don't believe in that. I do believe in the boycott. Uh, I mean, Dawn sitting on Target gift. By the way, if you don't want those gift cards for Target, you know, I, I need some socks and some underwear for the, you know, I'm glad they pick up a few packs if you don't need them. So just figured we'd get that story in here. Uh, I kind of like some of the stuff that Carol Markowitz covers and, and opines about with Fox. So very interesting story and a good uh, example of what happened at the University of Virginia as precedent. All right, 920 right on the dot. It is time for the Morning Mystery Movie Clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. I hate most people. That part of me is gone. Working and not succeeding. All my uh, failures have left me. I just don't care. What's well, in me is in you. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, the great prize today, another four-pack of tickets to the Battleship New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey. If you can identify that movie clip right now, just be caller 12, 855-839-1210. If you get it correct, four-pack of tickets to the Battleship New New Jersey. We'll see if we have our winner when we come back. And then debut at the bottom of the hour of the email bag and ask us anything. We could be regretting this around 942 this morning. <laughs> we shall see. Scaling Company. So bad. <laughs> who, who came up with this idea? No idea. Yeah. That person should be fired. They should be. You know, I think it was Dorenzo. <laughs> Anthony, you are fired. <laughs> back after this. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. A uh, little Europe final countdown before all hell breaks loose at 930. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Kale hey, and Company, why don't you guys not do Ask Us Anything anymore? Because it went really bad the first time. All right, that's coming up in three minutes as we welcome you back in. What's on the cut sheet, part two. Who won Twitter today? What's on tap for the Dawn Show? Phillies, Eagles predictions all still ahead. But right now, time to get our morning mystery movie clip winner for the four-pack of tickets to the Battleship New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey. And we go to New Jersey. Deptford we go. And we have uh, Damien on the line with us. Uh, is it Damien or Damien? I'm seeing D-E-M-I-A-N. Demon. Demon. Demon, Damien, how are you? Hey, guys. It's actually Demian. Demian. I like that even better. How you doing, pal? I'm doing well. All right. What movie clip did we just play for you about five minutes ago? All right. One of my favorite movies of all time, There Will Be Blood. Yes. That is correct, sir. Congratulations. You got the four-pack of tickets for the Battleship New Jersey. Thank you for playing. We appreciate it. All right. Take, take care, guys. You got it. There he is. He gets to stay in Jersey and go to Camden and check out the Battleship New Jersey. Nice like little it. prize on a Friday. I like it. All right. Um, here we go. Without further ado, uh, Greg Stocker, it is time for the debut of not only your mailbag, but Ask Us Anything. Yes, this segment is brought to you by American Heritage Credit Union. American Heritage Credit Union is a place for first-time home buyers with in-house realtors and a $500 lender credit for new home homeowners. Visit AmericanHeritageCU.org slash FTH for details. Loans subject to credit approval. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, and MLS 433838. Thank you, American Heritage Credit Union, for sponsoring this segment. 
We'll see how it goes. And by the way, if, if, if there's one question I will not tolerate, yeah, is uh, if I get asked, um, yeah, if I get asked where Don Stenzel is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if I get asked why I'm wearing an Atlanta Braves hooded sweatshirt oh, tonight, boy. because we've established this 14 times, and I will not answer. It's like my daughters. I've told you 14 times what the expectation is. Yeah, I will not tell you a 15th time. So I will not answer that question. Okay. But other than that, it's good. All right. Well, I guess we'll just wait for Dawn to come back. Yeah, it's fine. Let's just... It's fine. The show, you know. Yeah. It's... We start at yeah, 6 a.m. I, mean, I don't know where she goes, but okay. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve in Cherry Hill, New Jersey writes, mm-hmm. Morning. Maybe you guys could mention this on tomorrow's show. So I got a mail-in ballot to vote here in New Jersey. I did not fill it out. Wrote a little note uh, how I do not vote anymore because of the mess this country is in. Okay. These silvered spoon politicians care nothing about the working class. I told them I'm done. Okay. I mailed it back to them. They they mailed me again saying I did not sign the ballot. <laughs> I mailed them back. I told them, I told them, did you not see the note? I wrote you. Okay. Then I get a thank you in the mail yesterday from them thanking me for voting. I did not vote. Mm-hmm. Now I think what Donald Trump has been saying all along is right. Okay. The elections are rigged. What an effing joke, Steve in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So my question would be, is that an automated response that you get back from whoever question. is sending it back? But also, I would if you're done with the system, if you hate the system, I got it. It, it sucks, yep. uh, it, but it's the system we have. And uh, also, I would say take advantage of mail-in balloting like the Democrats do, and Republicans will actually do better. But that's neither here nor there. Um, just rip it up and don't send it back to them then. Uh, Why give them the form back? That way they can't do whatever you're claiming that they did. Uh, Rick writes, why, doesn't Kale, why does Kale not give Ron DeSantis any credit when he does good things? Ron has not had the best campaign because he looks and sounds odd, but what he does is awesome. Isn't that the point? I, what you do. I agree. He recently did an interview that I heard with Mark Levin on the Odyssey app talking about what he is doing for Israel. He gathered and sent supplies and brought um, uh, brought back American citizens from Israel to Florida. Okay. He has done more than Biden. Ron deserves credit for that. Sure, he sounds odd much of the time, but he is always at the most important part. But he's but he's awesome at the most important part, the actual doing. We like Trump Mustard. because we like Trump because Trump did what he said he would do, give Ron more love. Well, if you listen to the cut sheet this morning when Ron said he will not back off of his stance on not welcoming a single uh, Gaza uh, Gaza refugee, a Palestinian refugee, uh, to the United States. I did give him credit for that. He's very strong, and, and he's he's dug in on that stance, a stance I agree with. If if they are not welcomed by their bordering nations, then why are we opening up our nation for all of these people? I gave DeSantis credit, and I still and look, I do not ridicule DeSantis at all for his policy in Florida. He is an exceptional governor. Governor. The only thing I have said is I have lost momentum and faith in him as a presidential candidate right now because he's got a lot of delivery flaws. And right now, Donald Trump appears to be the man who's far more equipped to get this country back to where it's not anti DeSantis. Mm. It's just reading the writing on the wall. I mean, if you want to keep riding with a, a ship that's sinking and, <laughs> and, and dig yourself in, go right ahead. I'm get once I know we're taking on water. I'm not going to be stupid. I'm getting off. <laughs> Sid Weiss writes on the YouTube chat, so far the question segment is a fail. <laughs> yeah, it's like doing our radio show. I was asking, I was hoping for like what color underwear I wear. We'll get to that. Like that. We'll get to that. Uh, I'm, we're, we're waiting for Dawn Stensler to come back. I have no idea where she is. Dawn, you better keep Oh, my Lord. Closed. She's, um, 
She's checking out the latest Victoria's <sighs> Secret um, inclusive catalog. One day, one day. Was Wazazro writes. By the Je- way, how would you act if I was not back in time for for a segment? Our job is to be here I know, uh, when wondering. the mic turns on. That's I, our job. I mean, sometimes I go two hours. I don't even get out of this chair. Uh, Waz Zazaro. She, she just ran by. I just saw her. Waz Zazaro writes, <laughs> just an FYI, the Odyssey app completely sucks. Okay. It constantly stops. I've tried to figure out if, if the problem is on my end yeah. or not. I have given up. I'm now st- stuck listening to Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, right, you know, well, that's your problem. I don't know about that guy. but I've never been labeled a corporate chill in my life. But I, I would say this. I When I listen back to the show, and you guys know it because I'll send it in the group text, hey, I'm listening back to something. Maybe we can make a promo out of this or whatever. Um, most of the time, I do listen on the app. Occasionally, I go back and watch on YouTube to break down the tape. Um, I don't run into any issues with the app. The only issue I've ever had with the app yeah. is when I left our station and I went to WIP on the app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go back to our station and I had to log out of it or like close the app, reopen it, and it wouldn't open. So then I just deleted it off my phone and re-downloaded it. Really? It took me all, oh, of, Dawn, all four minutes. Dawn, nice of you to join the show today. Thank hey, you. Yeah, I'm right here. Hey. Okay. Well, um, Dawn was, uh, hold on. Look, I we, pound it we, and, oh and then do like a dry run. <laughs> That's right. We have, we have nothing I to, was preparing for my cooking segment. We have nothing to do with the Odyssey app. Right. Uh, we try and, you know, look... If you have issues with it, I'm I'm sorry. Try uh, deleting it or reinstalling yeah. it. I don't know. It's, a, it's an imperfect world. Screws it fall always, out. It always works for me. Like when everybody's like, "Well, it doesn't work for me." I I don't know. I I have it on right now. Yeah. Watch. It's not anti-Desantis. See? Oh, there we are. I'm sounds uh, about sounds pretty. Sounds pretty. Uh, you know. Yeah. I've had it on six yeah. six oh two this morning. Yeah, and we're talking so. about Desantis again. Maybe we can spend two more hours talking about Trump <laughs> <and> Desantis. <laughs> Uh, Road Warrior on Twitter writes, mm-hmm. uh, this was in discussion to our Kids These Days segment okay. that we did yesterday. Do you remember that? And we were saying that kids haven't changed. Generation of wimps. Yeah, the, that every generation has said that about the yep. generation behind them. Yep. Uh, Road Warrior writes, uh, no effing way it's the same. No generation compares to Gen X, not even boomers. Well, I would agree with that. I, I love Gen Xers. We, I wish I was a part of your group. We raised ourselves. No parenting. Uh, no parenting. Because both had jobs. Mm-hmm. Our idea of rendering first aid to ourselves was literally licking our own bloody wounds clean like dogs. Well, I will, yes, because we were the first generation to really have both parents working. Mm-hmm. I can say that for myself. And too. you're three years older than me, so I miss your generation, I think, by two or three years. Yeah. Again, I, I don't feel like I identify as a millennial. Yeah. I think if you've listened to the show, I am absolutely more Gen X. Well, I mean,. Like, it doesn't matter what you identify well, as. Guys can identify as girls, but I can't identify as Gen X. It's unbelievable. All I'm saying is, is that I look no no disrespect to uh, boomers. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna throw a little. I'm I'm gonna say the greatest generation and then Gen X. Okay. How about that? Okay. Like so our grandparents, baby boomers one. Our grandparents' generation one, Gen X two. You know, I ha- I have had the thought Baby of boomers wondering what it would have, would have been like to have been born in 1960. I really do, because I think at this point I would be six what 63 years old. I would have made a lot of money in radio when there was a lot of money to be made. Yeah, and I wouldn't have to deal with the garbage today. Yeah, the three of us really missed that boat. I didn't know. We? <laughs> like if I would have started out in talk radio in 1988, I'd be on my way to Florida in about two years. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, we talked about. Uh, 
I guess the other day we talked about um, college campuses. Where we talked a lot about college campuses and the indoctrination that goes out, you know, in universities and stuff. And we said, I believe one of you said, you know, kids should either get a trade or go to community college. Mm-hmm. Deborah writes, uh, my husband taught in a community college for 25 years, and the faculty is just as left-wing as any major university. Fair point. Although so, I do think you get better bang for your buck at community college yeah. because you're usually taught by people that practice that in that field in the real world, not just uh, the academia, the, the academics of the world. Like when I took uh, classes... I went to three colleges. Mm-hmm. I went to Lycoming College for one semester in Williamsport, a uh, little Division three school. And then I went to community college for three semesters, and I transferred to Temple for my last two and a half years. I would argue that the best education I got was at the community college and at Temple, mm. not the little private school that I went to for one semester that accounts for like 80% of my debt. <laughs> Fair point. Yep. Laurel writes, uh, Dawn. I listen to you almost daily and really enjoy you and your commentary, usually. Today I heard you praise Biden's speech, saying he struck the right tone in his speech from Israel. Do you really think that referring to Hamas as the other team, like we were playing a volleyball, is the right tone note? Isn't that directly downplaying and minimizing this clearly evil force, Laurel? I I was specifically referring to the point when he talked about those grieving. So I was very specific because I did put down the, uh, several times, Laurel, the fact that he talked about the other team. I didn't think that was uh, appropriate. But when he specifically spoke to those grieving or to the families praying that their loved ones are are safe as hostages, I thought that tone, that's specifically what I was talking about. I'm usually very specific when I'm giving a critique on a speech. So it was specifically about those few sentences that he said that I thought were comforting in his, and that was the first time we had heard him speak yeah. when he was in Israel. Um, okay. See, it wasn't that bad, was it? I mean, no. that was that was the amount of hate that we got for you Man. this week, Don. Slap on the wrist. Uh, Stephen Hawkinson, Delaware. Am I pronouncing that right? Hawkinson, Delaware? I'm the wrong guy to ask. Hawkinson. Hokessin? Okay, sure. Uh, He says, I think the IDF bombing and missiles to prepare the battlefield by clearing IEDs and other Hamas preparations have been thwarted by weather and then Biden's visit. Hamas has now had time to plant new IEDs among the rubble and prepare new traps before the IDF uh, ground offensive. Uh, They should redo the artillery and missile prep for Gaza before moving in. So that's a statement, not necessarily a question. Well, that's what I Just said. A give lot of me the damn five day. That's what I said. A, a, try to be a, that's a, all. I want. A lot of these were statements. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that. Too. Okay, uh, Steve. Um, Mary writes, love the station and listen to Nick, Dawn, and Rich, and even coast to coast some nights. Okay, so your current ads are grating on my last nerve. The screeching voice on the gambling ad makes my skin crawl. I don't know what gambling ad that is. Maybe it's know. me. Maybe it's me and my, you know, Dawn. Well, there's multiple companies that advertise. Dawn does one too, so right. maybe it's one of us. I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe she's referring to the app. But that's been surpassed by the 611 metal ad. What are you thinking? Makes me temporarily tune out. 
poor 611 metal. I'm sure they need the ad coverage since locally Sullivan Metals in Hatboro is an amazing place. Maybe she works there. I don't know. Okay. Uh, free plug to Sullivan Metals in Hatboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can clean out your garage, basement, or shed cash in your metals, and then you have the most delicious meal. It's the Penny Cafe. I, <laughs> I think this is an ad. I think this is an ad. I, I, I would argue Very that... clever. Uh, if you <laughs> haven't been there yet, Greg, you need to try it out. Thanks for listening to my rant, and good luck to your advertisers, even though their ads suck. I would say patronize all of them because without them you ain't getting us. She got a, a sales right now, even though it's Friday and it's nine forty, and there's 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 zero chance that they're listening. Yeah. Um, uh, but sales right now is having a field day over that one. Oh, they that's are? funny. Um, Jane is a New Jersey farmerette. She writes because we were talking earlier. Far- farmerette, farmerette. Yeah, she's a farmer. Okay. Farmerette. That's what a female farmer is okay. called, I guess. I, I didn't know, know that. Because uh, you were talking this week, earlier this week, about how you went to the uh, the hayrides, the yeah. pumpkin patch. Mary Mead. Yeah, and you you paid a fortune. And yeah, Dawn, I'm still steamed up about jo- it. Dawn, Dawn stood up for farmers. Yeah. For Mary Mead especially. She said, I would like to thank Dawn for standing up for the, for the farm talk yesterday when the other commentator, I guess that's you, Nick, uh, was talking... I'm a commentator about, now. <laughs> was, ...was talking about how much the corn maze and hayrides cost. Dawn, you are so right about the marginal profits uh, uh, of of a far. I don't know what that means. Some years, uh, there are very little profits if most people do not know how expensive it is to run a family farm with all the insurance uh, costs, fuel costs, and taxes, only to mention a few, the liability insurance alone, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So there you go. Again, here, here, here was my, my rant on this. Okay. It's it's $38 for the four of us to ride on the tractor on the hayride. I yeah. got that because you have to fuel that thing up with gas. Gas is expensive. But $34 for the four of us to walk through a maze is that outrageous. That they had to create. Well, they no, they to, have to create that. That takes a lot of work. It, it, you know, it was very well. Um, the paths were very crisp. Yep. The, the corn stalks were all trimmed. I mean, it was like um, I felt like I was uh, Mel Gibson in Signs walking through the uh, the corn path where the uh, the aliens landed and stuff like that. But my God, I, I just I, I could not believe that it almost it was almost a hundred dollars to do that. For we were there for all of forty five minutes, and Kristen lost her cell phone. Um, one more. This one actually just came in. She asked if her name not be mentioned on the show, so I will I will oblige. Okay. Jane Doe. Uh, Jane Doe writes, love the show. Rich has the Zioli army. Think it would be neat if Nick Kale's company were to include fans, listeners, and not just the awesome co-host assistants. Please forgive me. The term company already is supposed to encompass us listeners. Question for Dawn. Please give top five mothering tips, mothering advice. Thank you. Well, we do incorporate the audience and everything. I mean, you read YouTube comments, tweets, and emails most, all morning long. We are the most inclusive show. Right. We believe in the diversity, dial. equity, That's and right. inclusion on this show. I read all the YouTube comments, right. even though uh, 90% of them are anti-me. Mm-hmm. Um, I read them. I read Twitter comments. I read everything. Uh, and how many times? And I'm you, reading everybody's right. emails. And how many times do you hear me say 855-839-1210 if you want to climb in on the conversation? Yeah. That is not me begging for your phone calls because I don't feel like we need phone calls on this show. But when we get them, and I, I like, I'm not see. Here's the thing: when it comes to audience participation, there's a lot of ways you can participate yep. these days. Yep. But you know, the old school way was picking up the phone and calling. Mm. Um, I will not hammer a phone number for four straight hours with a question. So this is old school sports radio yeah. um, uh, consultant. They used to say, well, you need to pose a question for the audience. They're so distracted with the lives that they live. You need to say, do you think the Eagles can win the Super Bowl? 6-1. Like, I'm not holding your hand. 
We're having a conversation. You know what we're talking about. If you want to pick up the phone and call, great. <laughs> and rant. Um, all right. Daniel Valdez, please hop on the microphone and give us the YouTube questions, comments. Uh, ask us anything. Uh, go for it, my friend. Uh, the first one is from 91LXXR. He said, is Greg monitoring the Kalen Company men with iPhones feed? Uh, yes. <laughs> what, what, what's this? The, the, the men with iPhones feed, you know, because we, we discussed that the other day. I think it was old man Dudley who said, um, you know, old, old men, older men worked, younger men have iPhones or something like that, or YouTube, YouTube. No, on no, that, phone. This is from the, uh, the Frank Biden picture where his photo was posted. Oh, oh yeah. No. Anyway. I don't know. I, I have don't. no idea what any yeah. of that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Num Comskull said, who's the best dressed out of all three of you? Dawn. Uh, it's Dawn 1, Greg 2. I'm dead last. <laughs> no doubt. Um, Sid Weiss wants to know, Nick, what are your pronouns? <laughs> uh, I actually, you know, it's funny. I don't have my preferred pronouns, but I do use select adjectives. Yeah. Um, so that's my answer. Okay. Uh, Old Man Deadly wants to say, you're 45 yards out facing an uphill to the green. What club does Nick choose? 45 yards out uphill, uh, 56 degree sand wedge, my most lofted club in the bag. And then I, I skull it 40 yards past the, the flag. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe he has an answer to that, Don? I, I don't know what the hell he said. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I have no idea what 91 LSXer was asking, so now we're, <laughs> now we're even. Uh, Chris Abolito asks, should it be a crime putting mayo on an Italian hoagie? Yes, a thousand yes. percent. Yeah, absolutely. That's a crime. Yeah, that's that. That should be punishable by death. I I will either eat my Italian hoagie dry with mm. just the meats and vegetables, or I go a little bit of a little oil and vinegar, but not to the point where it saturates and soaks the bread. By the way, if you want to get in on this, uh, YouTube.com/slash at twelve ten wphd. YouTube.com/slash at twelve ten wphd. Soggy Donuts wants to know what's the intro song. Our intro song. Yeah, that's a good question. What is, is that? Pantera, I'm broken. Okay. I love Pantera. And if you take off the end, it's I'm broke, and that's adequate for this show with me. Pantera, I'm broken. There you go. Yeah. Um, were, you, were you a fan of Pantera's walk? Of course. That's all. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge Pantera fan. Good. Okay. What about why, Panera? That's, <laughs> that's Panera. why they're... Uh, yeah, when are we going to get Panera to cater our show? <laughs> that's why I use them as the... Uh... Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, just another side note, I asked nobody's input. On the intro music, yeah, I just, that's right. I yeah. just did it myself. Do I have any say in altering no. it now? No. After I've proven no. how good the show is after a year and no. one month, no. Because no. no. he's the he's the music maestro. Yeah. I, I, I I let him have his little. You know, he's. I don't even want to send him cut sheet stuff sometimes because I feel like I'm imposing on his segment. But sometimes there's some good things I see. I use I use ninety no, percent of you do you do. But I, it, that, that's you're the maestro of that, and I, I kind of leave that up to you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go to Nick's favorite question. Is hot dog a sandwich? Chris Forsyth asked. No, it's not a sandwich. A sandwich is a sandwich, and a hot dog is a hot dog. Yeah. Just like a cheeseburger is a cheeseburger. Where did we? Where did this conversation come from, I've, by the way? I have no idea. It's like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Or those, those dress photos? Remember, like, 10 years ago, there was that dress photo yeah. on social media, and we were all debating what we saw. Is it blue or is it gold? There's a lot of these mind-numbing things that just keep me up at night. Uh, e Ortho asks, "Does Nick shave his head, or is it naturally lovely?" <laughs> shave it every other day, baby. So I did it yesterday. I'll do it again tomorrow. Sometimes I do it back to back days. If it's uh, like a if I do it on Saturday and it gets a little too stubbly on Sunday, and I know we're coming back in to be on YouTube on Monday, I'll shave it again. 
Uh, this question's for Dawn from Bill Ateria. Uh, Do you Hi, miss Bill. being on TV? She is on TV every day yeah, I'm on, on yeah. YouTube.com slash at 1210 WPHD. So I miss the the more flattering lighting <laughs> <laughs> on and Fox. And the, and the, and the paycheck. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we didn't even mention that. <laughs> uh, quickly, what's your beef with Ann Coulter? Uh-oh. Oh, we've heard this a thousand uh, times. I love this. This is a great one. This is So this goes back to when was this great? We were on Afternoons on yeah, the Zioli show. It was December of blah, blah, blah. She disrespected our own Rizzioli. She was on the air for an interview live. She was going out to Berkeley. They were trying to cancel her. She invites Zioli, who he and Bridget just had, I think, their second baby, right? Adopted the baby, the whole thing. And uh, now he goes out there because she invited him, got Delaware Valley Sports to sponsor him. He goes out there. And where's Ann? Ann vanished. Ann Coulter, where are you? She vanished. She just blew us off. To this day, has she ever called you Greg Stalker? She has not. Nor do I want her to, nor do I care. So she disrespected (laughs) our executive producer, Greg Stalker, disrespected Rizzioli, just vanished. We have no idea where she went. Never, nothing. Like, poof, what happened? And he's out there by himself. Like, you know what I mean? I know. So he reported what was Like me at the beginning of the segment when you were not in the back of the studio. (laughs) (laughs) You and Coulter to the show. I did it. I was in the bathroom. Okay. I told them I went to the bathroom in my 28th hour on the air god bless you lulu heads but anyway so that's that's when i started saying ann coulter diet pills and chardonnay because oh. i just couldn't believe like it, you know at some point she could have just called and said greg i'm really sorry you know whatever happened but yeah. she never apologized never followed nothing yep. it was bizarre yep that's a memo. That's a that's a message to future guests on Kale and Company. Don't dust us, or Dawn will be. Yeah, she just will, she'll cancel you. We're human beings. If yes. she had called and explained to Greg Stalker, yeah. who she had committed to, and he was back and forth confirming with her, yeah. you can't just do that to people. I nope. agree. That's just that's a sin. It is. Ann Coulter. Maybe I will go as Ann Coulter. Keep for it going. Halloween. Keep it going, Daniel. Uh, Mangle Mush wants to know: Do you go to the bathroom with the door open or closed? <laughs> oh man, my Kristen used to kill me for this one. I well, just, no, I, not open. Oh, I, I, I would go in front of uh, my my daughters. With what them. is wrong with you? I just That's... don't think. It just, Wait, it just number my one mind. or number two? Both. Uh, usually one. Like two, you have to close it. Yeah, well, I think that can't was... be sitting down. Yeah, there, the know. original question was number two. Yeah, yeah. you can't oh. you can't pop a squat and leave the door wide open. <laughs> I mean, if nobody's home, sure. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, but if there's people there, well, I gotta admit, I gotta admit when Uh-oh. I'm when I'm home alone <laughs> when I'm home alone with my son. And like you know, because you have to watch him. Yeah, I have to watch him. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Right at that age, yeah. You either bring him, le- stick a Lego in his mouth, and you're in there. <laughs> you either you either bring him in the bathroom yeah. with you, or you leave the door well, open. You have different. to, right? So yeah, I mean, you guys have both been there. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, I'm at the point now. Stick though, up for me. That's diff- a, yeah, I agree with you. I can't do that anymore, even when my girls I'm around them because they're nine. So like, the, yeah, they're at the point now where they can't be seeing it, and they'll remember things and you know. right. Or they'll just say, like, Daddy made a tooth, or, you know, something silly. Right. Uh, Where did you grow up? (laughs) In the Lehigh Valley, and what high school? I grew up in Easton, Pennsylvania, and went to Easton High School. I grew up in Wingap, Pennsylvania, and went to Pius High School and Penn Ardell High School. St. Pius the 10th. Yeah. Or as I said one time, the X. My old man slapped me. He was the 10th. Dawn? Oh, I grew, I grew up all over the country. Okay? Where did you grow up and go to high school? So That's I went the question. To, I graduated high school. I didn't even go there all four years because my parents moved like every two years. Um, so I 
technically graduated from Farmington High School in Farmington, Minnesota. Okay. Which is a school I attended for almost two years. So what? How old were you when you first made Pennsylvania your residence? So I so I've lived here most of my adult life. Okay. So we so I moved here before I was married. Okay. For a job. Okay. Interesting. Did not know that. So that's why I love to me Philadelphia. This is home because right. I've never lived. Literally between my parents moving every couple of years yeah. and then the TV business paying dues and moving every couple of years. Right. So then once I moved here, I was like, I'm not moving again. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. No matter what. Keep going, Daniel. Uh, will the morning show have remote broadcast in the future? Shape wants to know. Yes. When? Whenever Shape sale, wants whenever to know. Sale, sell something. I'm st- yeah, I'm still, I'm still working on it. But yes, I do agree that this, sh- yeah. this, this show needs to get out in front of the public. I agree. We we'll have do, some rallies. We ought to do like a diner tour. Yeah, well, here's the problem. It costs money <laughs> to take, need take this radio show out. Yeah. So we're more than happy to do it. And talent fees for going out. But look, no, talent no. fees. Your talent we'll fee do a is live show. the salary that I pay. Yeah, there's no... Um, <laughs> well, we just need the venue. Yes. We just need the venue. That's it. Look, yeah. look, if anybody in the listening area wants to host Kale & Company to come, yeah. you know, we're we're always open yeah. as long as the price is right. Bucks County, Montgomery, Chester, Delco. You look, know, look we it. can draw. Here's the thing, too. We can draw a crowd. So, like, we're whatever business you have, we'll bring people there. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's, worth, it's worth your while. I agree. You can see this orchestrated madness live and in person. 91 LS says diner tours are for old folks. <laughs> I love a good omelet, so call me old. I met where 91 LS man. Where have you been? You're like my favorite uh, YouTube chatter. Anyway. I think we need to make the diner great again. Yeah, I, I agree. On this National Chicken and Waffles Day, yeah. is that really? Yep. Uh, be damned. Any more, Daniel? Uh, does Fetterman dress Kalen Company with the exception of Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> Fetterman and I have a look, couple of things in common. Look, it's it's Friday, man. I mean, come on. Yes, it's Friday. It's raining out. Um. You know. Yeah, and I was out with Zioli last night. I had too much to drink. Uh-oh. Shocking. Glad I came in. Always comes back to drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it, does. it does. We need to have a an intervention. Yeah, we need to have an intervention for him. And then uh, Wendy Parson wants to know your favorite ice cream flavor. <laughs> That's a good one. Pistachio nut. Uh, you seem like pistachio. A little, a little too you, bougie. You, uh, so should I be like Joe Biden? I love chocolate chip. Not a joke. I just I, I don't know. Give me like a give me some sort of dark chocolate ice cream. Yeah. I'm with you. I like I like chocolate. I like black cherry ice cream. Mm. <laughs> That's good. bougie. Black that cherry, bougie. pistachio nut, um, Rocky Road, <laughs> cookies and cream, Turkey Hill Graham Slam, Turkey Hill. Yeah. Oh, Graham Slam is fantastic. Graham Slam is amazing. You have a nice little scoop of that while you're watching the Phillies on a hot night in June. Beautiful. I thought they were bringing it back, but I guess not. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mega right? Mush wants to know who goes commando on this. Well, I don't. What, for this segment? I <laughs> don't want to know. To tomorrow when I'm betting on college football, possibly. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. That's it. So how so how do we think that went? I thought it went great. Okay, good. Was it good for you? Yay. Good. Sure. I love I, I love having listeners ask us random questions. Fine by me. I don't know if the listeners like it. I share too much but... of my, my life on Twitter anyway, so what the hell's the difference? Yeah. All right. If you have, we'll do this. We'll do this as long as you have questions. So every Friday, email me. Well, we'll see. A I mean, times a week. I, I just, I suggested we do this because I've just been getting a lot of listener emails this yeah. week. So I just said it's probably the best time to do it. If you want to email any questions for next week, Greg at Odyssey dot com. You can email me, or you can uh, you know tweet, yeah. text, whatever you do. I think Fred's happy now. Will that make you happy, Fred? Will it? <laughs>
There you go. All right. Uh, it's 9.56. The Dawn Show's coming up in four minutes. Should we even like try to figure out what she has lined up, or should we just get the hell out and let her get on? No, let, ask her. Okay. Dawn, what do you have lined up today? I have a lot lined up. Yeah. We have a great guest. We have a full lineup today, and I do have an exclusive story that I'm going to break about in, in Delaware County, so you want to stick around for that and all the updates. So you'll hear from Jim Jordan. You'll hear all about the hot mess in Philadelphia City Hall, as well as in the D.C. House of Representatives the full breakdown. There's so much going on coming up. All right. Uh, who won Twitter today, Mr. Stalker? Who won Twitter? Newman Price wins Twitter. He says, Nick Kale loves party mix. Spoken like a true bourbon fan. <laughs> there you go. In my recliner, bourbon on the left, party Woo. mix on the right. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Okay. That'll do it for us. Oh, by the way, Phillies and Eagles, uh, give me the Phillies to end it this weekend, winning tonight and tomorrow at home in a way. Wow. And Eagles big on Sunday night. I agree with you on both. I agree with you on both. So, oh, by the way, you owe Don forty bucks. I'll Venmo her um, <laughs> in a couple of weeks. That's all right. We'll keep it in the pot so yes. we can move it around. I predict that the Phillies clinch it Saturday night yeah, with Emmy is, is going to. Our Emmy is going to be at the game with her daddy, so that's going to be awesome Saturday night. And then I think the Eagles are going to win. Okay, yeah, against too. the Dolphins. All right, that will do it for us. Have a great rest of your Friday. The Dawn Show is coming up in like uh, 90 seconds or something <laughs> like that. And we will see you Monday morning at 6 a.m. Sick of you. I'm sick of all of this shit. I'm done with it. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.